Have you ever considered the impact your work environment has on your health and your productivity? Enter Uplift Desk, a revolutionary standing desk designed to transform the way you work. And that's just the beginning of what Uplift Desk has to offer. With an emphasis on ergonomics and customization, Uplift Desk offers a solution that caters to the dynamic needs of modern professionals. Whether you're coding, designing, or podcasting, like I am right now, the flexibility to switch between sitting and standing can significantly enhance your focus and vitality. What makes Uplift Desk stand out is not just their commitment to quality and innovation, but also their dedication to creating a healthier workspace. With options to customize from over 100 desktop materials and a plethora of accessories, Uplift Desk ensures that your work setup is uniquely yours, promoting better posture and movement throughout the day. And here's an offer to get you started on a healthier work journey starting today. Go to upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting for 5% off your order. That's upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting to get 5% off your entire order. Your health, your productivity, your future self will thank you. Again, that's upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting and get 5% off your entire order today. Have you ever had that heart-stopping moment when you realized you forgot the password to a critical account? I have, and that's exactly why I switched to 1Password years ago, and honestly, it's been a game-changer. I can't do without 1Password, and I know that if you give it a try, you will feel the same way. And when you support our sponsors, then you support the show. So I encourage you to check out what 1Password has to offer One of the things 1Password has to offer is it combines top-tier security with an award-winning design, making password management a breeze for anyone, anywhere. From the moment I started using 1Password, I said goodbye to the days of resetting passwords and worrying about security breaches. You see, 1Password isn't just about convenience. It's about saving you from the real cost of data breaches and the daily time suck of password resets. It works seamlessly across all your devices, filling in passwords for you so that you can sign in with a click. And the best part, all you need to do is remember one strong password that protects everything else. I've been using 1Password for as long as I can remember. My family is using it. Everyone in this household has bought in. It's, again, a game changer. It's completely transformed how I handle my digital security and my family feels the same way. We've gotten away from using the same passwords again and again and again, or sticky note reminders or having that notebook that says passwords I must remember. Plus, 1Password is trusted by millions, including giants like IBM and Slack. With 1Password, my digital life and my family's digital life is not only more secure, but infinitely simpler. And look, if you've ever been frustrated by a family member constantly asking for passwords, 1Password's secure sharing has been a total relationship saver for me. It's so secure that the Associated Press relies on it in high-risk areas, which means it's more than capable of keeping your digital life safe and streamlined. So why not make the switch? Protect yourself, your family, and your business with 1Password. It's the simple and secure way to manage your digital life. And right now, listeners of A Productive Conversation get a free two-week trial at onepasswordcom slash productive convo. 
That's two free weeks at onepassword.com slash productive convo. Again, onepassword.com slash productive convo. Check out one password. I know you'll fall in love with it like my whole family has. Again, that's onepassword.com slash productive convo for two free weeks. Check it out today. Hey, this is Stephen Worley, and today I'm going to have a productive conversation with Mike Vardy. This is another fantastic conversation that I get to have with a great friend. Stephen Worley is a buddy of mine. He runs the podcast Life Skills That Matter. He does so much around life skills. And we've had so many great conversations in private before in New York City, in Portland, in a whole bunch of different places, even up here in Victoria, BC, where he spent some time with me and my family. And now I get to share some of those elements with you. We both do. So here, let's let's get right to it. Here is a productive conversation with my good friend, Stephen Worley. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad we're finally doing this. Yeah, I know it's been a long time coming. <laughs> we, I was thinking we've known each other now this month seven years. Jeez. We met at NMX Live, which is no longer in existence. Mm-hmm. And uh, I call you my Canadian cousin. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. We and we've actually had the opportunity on on um, occasions to like I've spent time in the states and you've hung out with with me in New York. You've invited so, me to your home, you, even. Yeah, you've spent time here up in uh, Victoria, BC. Beautiful, so. beautiful part of the world we live in. Yeah, we are. Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's fascinating that it's been so long that we've known each other, but yet we haven't had this conversation yet. And I think it speaks to the, like, just, there's just a lot of really interesting people out there that lead rather really interesting lives. And you, you help people do that in a lot of ways with, with life skills that matter. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm all about, I mean, as people get to know me, I feel like kind of my unintended brand or voices, I'm very unconventional about any number of things. I like to question everything. You know, I just like to know why for myself. And I want to encourage other people to like know why for themselves, just because what we've been taught about work or how to live your life doesn't mean you have to do it that way. Right. What are some of the things, and again, you and I are aligned in a lot of ways with this, but when people, when you talk to people about life skills that matter, what do you think, what is the one skill that you think people under underestimate or undervalue as one of those skills that matter. They kind of just cast it aside or they don't give it enough attention. Self-awareness. Mm. It's the most important skill, not even life skill. It is the most important skill. I always love when I'm at a conference and people are like, well, Steven, so what do you think is like a really important, valuable skill that I can learn that can generate some income for me for the next 10 to 20 years? And I say self-awareness, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they do not see that coming because self-awareness is, is like, it's, um, that's the root of all skills. So you, you have to know yourself for yourself. It, that teaches you how you like to learn, what makes you curious, what makes you motivated. So that way you then can understand, well, what skills am I interested in learning? Right. And how would I like to learn them? And how, what am I going to apply them to? What kind of problems or what kind of people do I want to work with? It all goes back to self-awareness. And astonishingly, in our education system, this is not taught to us. No, no. And, 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 and what's more interesting is that in order to cultivate that, you actually need to take time and think and spend time with yourself. And, and, and we live in a culture where 
it's all about go, go, go fast, fast, fast now. No, and it's now. even harder now, yeah. you know, and I, I kind of, I mean, I, I like to also look for silver linings. I mean, the COVID pandemic, it's horrible, right? It's mm-hmm. Particularly horrible in the United States. But I also, in the early days of the pandemic, I referred to it as the great reflection because I think that was the first time a lot of people, they were, had permission to stop and yeah. slow down and kind of not do much. And I think we are going to see a lot of change for a long time to come in many parts of society because people were sitting at home and had nothing else to do but think and reflect. What do you think? Because, I mean, I've spent a lot of time doing that. In fact, it's, I mean, I'm not new to this because I work from home. So I'm used to having that. We were built for this. We've been training a while. We've been, we've been in that space, but, um, if someone wants to to gear up and, and, and make that happen and they're like, you know, I hear you and I, I struggle with this. What's one of the things that you, where's the starting point? Where's the springboard for that? Starting point for? For building that self, for like, okay, I want to sure. become more self-aware. I know I need to do it, but I just keep either getting in my own way or I put it off. Like, what's a springboard? You know, like when I talk to people about breaking down projects and they're like, yeah, I know, I keep doing it. And then I like, I break it down to like a simple story of like, well, when you teach your kid to do laundry, I mean, you you can't just say go do laundry. You have to break it down into the eighteen or some odd steps that are there. So same thing with yeah. like they know self awareness exists. They they've heard this from you and probably in other areas as well. But they've kind of cast it aside. How what's what's a what's the starting point so they can bring it to the forefront? And it's and it's a big topic. I think it might be helpful if I could just share my definition sure. of how I view self-awareness. Sure. Another way I look at self-awareness, it's self-observation. I think sometimes people confuse it with self-judgment. The difference is that right now you could hang over yourself and watch yourself do this interview, right? And after the interview is done, you can then report back to yourself to say like, oh, you did this and you did this and you did this. And these were the outcomes. And you can say, did you like those outcomes or not? If you didn't, what would you change? Or if you're cool with them, how would you keep doing them? So the idea here is not to say that your actions are good or bad or they're productive or unproductive. It's just to slow down, observe like a scientist, no emotion, no judgment, and to say, hey, you just had this habit. You did this action. Did you like the result or not? Mm. And so the first step is really having a mantra of stopping the need for asking for permission. We do this way more than we realize. We are hardwired to do it as humans. We are chronically seeking acceptance because that was a very useful survival tactic long ago. We didn't want to get kicked out of our tribes. Our lives depended on it. But in our society now, it's much less useful. And we actually live in a marketing system that takes advantage of that weakness. Um, so it is really important to first stop and say, hold on a second. I think a lot of times another way, a subtle way that we ask for, for permission is not even asking somebody what to do, but it's, is this what I'm supposed to do? Is this the right way? Mm. We are, that is a form of asking for permission. These are standards in society. So what I want people to do, even in the beginning of the day, in the morning to say like, I'm just going to be aware of how often I ask for permission. And one way I'm going to do that is say, hold on a second. I'm about to do something. 
is this how I feel? Do I really want to do this or not? Or I'm just doing it because I feel obligated or I don't want to disappoint somebody else. I think that's a good first step. Okay. So let's talk about the reflection piece. Because I know that um, one of the reasons that we're doing, we're doing a series of shows right now. If you're listening to this as it comes out, um, this is like the Big Ready Week leading up to the Big Ready. And I know you're presenting at the Big Ready 2021. I'm very excited. You are, you're hosting a workshop. There's four workshops. And I'm really excited that you're part of it, especially because your workshop, I, I want you to, I'm going to tell people right now that your workshop kicks off, is the first workshop of the event. But based on your topic, some people might go, well, shouldn't it be the last one? So can you touch on a little bit about <laughs> the like idea that. of And also what, I want to yeah. say like, at the end of the day, I'm somebody who's helping others start their own business as a solopreneur, creating work right. that works for them. And I always right. tell people, and then people are like, well, what's with the life skills stuff, Stephen? Mm. And like, I tell people like, when you're a solopreneur, you are the nexus of your business. You right. are the primary resource and you're its biggest obstacle. So the starting point for a solopreneur business is you got to manage yourself. In order to learn how to manage yourself, you got to start getting real self-aware. Right. You got to get honest with yourself. That's what I love about working for myself. I, I call it one of the most elaborate self-development disciplines ever devised. You, you you just don't have time to kid yourself because it's going to cost you money. It's going to waste your time and drain your energy. So when I, when we were talking about an, a, a particular session for your, for the big ready, I said to you immediately, I don't know if you remember this conversation. I said, I want to talk about the action that nobody ever does, but it's super important. And mm -hmm. it's stopping and reflecting, right? Yeah. You just said we're, we live in a society where go, 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 we're running as fast as we can everywhere. But we are, our heads are always down. We're like moving 3000 miles an hour. If you never look up, how do you know if you're still moving in this right direction? How do you know if that's where you want to keep going? You got to stop, right? Just like a car needs brakes and it needs the gas. You need both. And right now we are, putting the pedal to the metal unnecessarily too much. So stopping and then re, the, a reflection practice for me has three core components. One is self-awareness as we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. It's kind of in the moment to really, instead of get out of your head and feel in your gut, feel like, you know what, Mike, I know you just said that, but it just gave me this weird feeling right now. I just want to communicate that to you or whatever it is. Or if somebody asks you, Hey, I want to go out to dinner. And then you're like, Oh, I really don't want to. Tell them, you know, yep. how do you feel? Don't be clear about your needs, you know, and don't take things personally and, and also have a productive conversation. So you're not making somebody else feel like they're taking it personally. So this idea of self-awareness, and then you also uh, need to schedule reflection. And what I mean by that is actually take yourself out when you can <laughs> take yourself out to coffee or have a, a space in your house where you have some alone time and have a meeting with yourself at least once a week. And just say, hey, how are things going? What went well? What's not going well? You could do some planning about how this week went and what you would like to accomplish the next week. Or maybe you're using your self-awareness to focus on a particular aspect of your life that you want to improve. Maybe, I know I've done this before. You and I, we're talkers. Sometimes I might run over somebody's words. <laughs> and I don't mean to, I just get so excited. So I've actually done a self-awareness experiment to bring attention to that and try to do a better job of that. And then finally, is this kind of doing maintenance on your mind is I call it settling your mind. I know meditation is very popular and everybody talks about it. I am a meditator. I do it every day. I see the benefits of it. But I also know that it took me years to really get into it. It's hard. I didn't get it at first. It took me a long time. 
And what really helped first settle in my mind, Don, was doing downhill skiing. That's the first time I realized, I'm like, wow, when I'm like just flying down a hill, I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm like, that's cool because I was an old chronic overthinker. So that's when I'm also like, what, what are activities that can settle down your mind? So this idea of a true so of reflection practice for me to really understand your mind and to maintain it, self-awareness in the moment, scheduling reflection, just to give context on a weekly basis about how things are going and then different activities to settle down your mind. So you, you, fascinatingly, you brought up downhill skiing, which is something I've never done consistently. I, you know, it's one of those things where it actually terrifies me to do. We're actually going to be going and doing that apparently. Uh, hopefully, hopefully depending on how things ease up here, but by the time the we're going to go to Whistler, no, 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 we're not going to leave the Island. No, we're going to, there's a, there's a ski hill up on Mount, uh, called Mount Washington. And it's about three hours north of here. And, and it's still open. I mean, they're they're obviously doing the social distancing stuff. And we don't know if we're going to do it yet. It just depends on on the nature of, you know, my son also has never skied either. So um, him and I are going to probably learn how to do it together. When it That's comes nice. to, yeah. So I, I guess one of the, the questions I have is when someone is trying to build these skills, whether it's, yeah. you know, I mean, the idea of self-awareness, self-reflection, um, is this something that they, that is, they can do, with someone, do you think that's helpful? Where it's like, hey, I'm going to go on this journey on my, I'm doing my own stuff, but I'd love if you did the same so I know that I'm not, you know, the only one giving this a go. Or is it, is it more of a like, I'm going to keep this, like the Derek Sivers keep the goals to myself kind of thing and, and, and work on it internally and, and the results will speak for themselves and I don't need to like kind of have any accountability around it. Could I be a little cheeky? I have a point with this. Sure. I'm going to turn the question back on you. Okay. What do you think? Who, um, I think it's both to a degree. I think some of it is like I. So here's an example. Um, when it comes to so let's use self awareness and reflection as I'll use both. So I knew I drank a lot of soda pop. I'll talk about a habit as an example. Yeah. And you remember when I was you young, did? I drank tons of it. <laughs> you love it. <laughs> and then July second of of 2020, I finally just decided this is my last pop this is it this is i'm done and that has i didn't share that with anyone and i've done that before i've done like the oh, this is my last one and i've quit and i put it on instagram and done all that stuff told my wife told i didn't tell anybody i did not tell a single soul that, that was gonna be, because i knew that i had to put my money where my mouth was and i'd talked about it before but i was all talking no action well you know fast forward to you know as we're recording this um, it's no longer a, and I think this is an important distinction. It's no. So longer, it's been six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations, yeah. That's, so that's huge. I know. I know that's a big deal. So, but it's no longer. I have. I quit drinking pop six months ago. I haven't had a pop in six months. Now it's. I don't drink pop. Like it's just mm. now it's an identity switch, mm -hmm. and I think with reflection and self awareness, when you keep it internal, there is you get to you, you have that identity switch that can happen that flip that. You can say, oh, I did that. You know, I did that on my own. And then I think the second piece is when you involve someone else, it's almost like they're going to hold your hand, not hold your hand, but they're going to be with you beyond that step. Like, so now that my, like, you now know that I have not had a soda pop in, in six months. So down the road, if we're sitting out, at, you know, if we're going to a restaurant and you're like, I'm like, oh, I should have a Coke. You're like, what are you talking about? You don't drink pop. Like, it won't be yes, like you haven't had pop yes, in a long time. Yes. It's like, you don't drink pop. So it becomes... It, it now it now becomes part of who I am, 
you know, and I mean, this might be getting a little bit too deep in the weeds, but no, but, but you know it, what I mean? Just, but circling back to the original question. Yeah. Um, it, this is a paradox. It's about self-awareness. Right. And it's about bringing awareness to be like, <laughs> what works for you? You yeah. and I are obviously verbal processors. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah very, very much so. <laughs> anybody listening is like, duh. So you and I need to talk things out. And we have for each other a lot in the last couple of years. And I think there's other people, another self-awareness practice I also highly recommend is writing daily. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't always like using the journaling word because then kind of has baggage walls go up when they hear that term, but just writing to get stuff out of your head because the goal of that is to see patterns and trends in your thinking. So there's a lot of these different devices and I think it's different for different people, but also at different times on their journey. Um, I've done a lot of writing at different times, but I'm not saying that I'm somebody who journals and writes every single morning. I don't, you know, it comes and goes as I need it. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what will come in your self-awareness practice. You will know when do I really need people like this isn't working. I've tried a lot of different things on my own. It's time to bring other people in. And one thing I would caution you, if you do want to have accountability with others, again, you're not looking for their permission. You're not doing it for them. Right. Ask them to just ask you questions to reflect back to you. At the end of the day, you have to come to your own decisions. You can't be looking for others to tell you what to do. Ever caught yourself marveling at the seamless magic of everyday tech? Like how noise-canceling headphones block out the world or the sheer bliss of meeting-free Fridays? Now imagine if there was a way to bring that kind of magic into selling online. Well, guess what? There is, and it's called Shopify. From the moment you decide to launch your online shop to opening your first physical store, and even when you're pinching yourself because, yes, you just hit a million orders, Shopify is there to guide your growth. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or the latest productivity tools, Shopify supports you everywhere with their all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. The checkout, oh, it's a breeze for your customers, converting up to 36% better than other platforms. And with Shopify Magic, your AI-powered assistant, you're selling more with way less effort. And you won't be alone in your Shopify journey because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., supporting giants like Allbirds and Brooklinen and millions of entrepreneurs across 175 countries. Their award-winning support is always there, making sure businesses that grow, Grow with Shopify, and yours can be one of those businesses. And for those looking to level up, Shopify's endless integrations and third-party apps from on-demand printing to chatbots ensure your business is always ahead of the curve. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash timecrafting, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash timecrafting now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash timecrafting. Ever found yourself deep in a project, your flow state so intense that the world around you just fades away? That's the magic zone where ideas take flight and your work truly comes to life. But what if, in a blink, it could all disappear? Hard drives fail, coffee spills, and yes, even the dreaded accidental delete happens. But fear not because CrashPlan has your back. Don't wait for disaster to strike. Head over to CrashPlan.com timecrafting now for a free trial and secure your creations with their limited time buy one, 
get one offers. Supporting our sponsors means supporting this podcast. So take a moment to check them out. CrashPlan is the superhero of cloud-based data protection, specifically designed for people like us who live and breathe their digital creations. CrashPlan ensures that every file, every idea, and every piece of hard work is safely backed up and protected. With CrashPlan Professional, you get unlimited backup for your computers, not servers or cloud apps, just pure essential data protection for PC, Mac, and Linux. This means your business plans, designs, music, and documents are continuously encrypted and updated in their secure cloud without you lifting a finger. Imagine this, your laptop takes a dive during a late night work session. With CrashPlan, it's not a disaster, it's just a minor hiccup. Their service runs quietly in the background, safeguarding every change you make every 15 minutes. And if the worst happens, your files are just a few clicks away from being restored with unlimited version retention acting as your personal time machine. For businesses, CrashPlan's multi-tenant capabilities are a game changer. Buy as many licenses as you need, manage them with ease, and let your team or your IT admin restore data seamlessly, saving precious time and resources. So go to CrashPlan.com timecrafting now to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited buy one, get one offers for a productive conversation listeners. That's CrashPlan.com timecrafting. Back up better with CrashPlan. Have you ever looked into fasting and thought, I love the benefits, but I can't go days without eating? Well, that's where Prolon comes in, transforming the fasting experience with a plant-based nutrition program that tricks your cells into thinking they're fasting without actually having to stop eating. Developed through decades of research at the University of Southern California Longevity Institute, Prolon is not just another diet, it's a scientifically backed program designed to support your body's natural processes. Now keep in mind, this isn't about cutting out food, it's about providing your body with the right nutrients to enter a fasting state while still eating. The program includes snacks, soups, and beverages, all carefully designed to support healthy blood sugar levels, cardiovascular health, and even reduce abdominal fat. And the convenience? It's unmatched. Everything you need comes in one box delivered right to your doorstep. Thousands of doctors now recommend Prolon for its health benefits, backed by Nobel Prize winning science. So if you're looking for a way to kickstart your health journey with all the benefits of fasting and none of the hunger, Prolon is the answer. And right now, Prolon is offering a Productive Conversation listeners 10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to prolonlife.com slash timecrafting. That's P-R-O-L-O-N life.com slash timecrafting for this special offer. Again, that's prolonlife.com slash timecrafting. Check it out today. What interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? Do you want to have a productive summer, one that's both slow but also allows you to grow, but something's going to get in the way? I know that that's come across my plate, especially considering that my kids are going to be home nonstop, and I know that there's going to be some things we want to do, but I also have my other obligations to you and to everybody out there with my work, and it kind of lets anxiety creep in a whole lot. Well... I don't need that. I want help for that. And BetterHelp helps me 
and BetterHelp can help you as well. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You'll connect in a safe and private online environment. It's incredibly convenient, and you can start communicating in under 48 hours. You can send a message to your counselor anytime, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, and you can do this all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. And the service is available for clients worldwide. I'm in Canada and I'm using BetterHelp. And you can find the particular expertise you need online. So you don't need to limit yourself to the counselors that are located near you. And what's amazing is that BetterHelp has licensed professional counselors who are specialized in a wide variety of fields. Anxiety, which I mentioned off the top, self-esteem, family conflicts, sleeping, relationships, and many more. BetterHelp is convenient. BetterHelp is professional. BetterHelp is affordable. BetterHelp is something that you really should check out. I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener of the Productivityist podcast, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash timecrafting. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash timecrafting to get that 10% discount off your first month today. Check out betterhelp.com slash timecrafting now. I've been putting a new drink through the paces since I've given up soda pop and I'm really trying to cut back on things like caffeine through coffee and even tea. Well, that's where I found Sovereign Tea. You see, Sovereign Tea creates game-changing supplements to take your workouts to the next level, make your endless to-do list feel like a cakewalk, and falling asleep and staying asleep easier than counting sheep. Feel unmotivated or lacking focus? Have the best day every day with Purpose Plus. It's a blend of CBD, CBG, which is a mood-enhancing hemp-derived ingredient, Seven clinically studied ingredients with the world's best adaptogens to deliver results you can feel almost immediately. This supplement empowers and supports your mind and body to feel better, be better, and achieve new levels of productivity. Can't sleep? Discover true recovery with Dream Plus. It relaxes and calms the mind and body while helping you fall asleep and stay asleep longer. Dream Plus also contains five clinically studied ingredients, CBD slash CBN, and adaptogens, to heal your body from the day while you sleep. Not happy with your results? They offer a money-back guarantee on your first purchase within the first 30 days of your purchase. Use code TIMECRAFTING to get 20% off your purchase. Go to Sovereignty.co and enter that code TIMECRAFTING to get 20% off your purchase. I'm a fan of Sovereignty. I encourage you to check it out. Again, go to Sovereignty.co and use the code TIMECRAFTING to get 20% off your purchase today. If you've been listening to the podcast for quite some time, you know how much of a fan I am of Text Expander. And with my team on board with me and us working in tandem, trying to deliver the products and services that only we can do here, I'm able to supercharge my team with the power of Text Expander. And you can do the same for yours. See, your team can do more with the same resources. Less repetition, fewer errors, and greater consistency will have your team feeling like they've hopped off of a bicycle and into a Ferrari. You can keep your team consistent, accurate, and current with Text Expander. You can share your text and images with the whole staff to keep them on track. Everyone will share the same message and give the same answers to all customer questions. You'll be able to work smarter and faster, both 
as an individual and as a team. And you can use Text Expander's powerful shortcuts and abbreviations to streamline and speed up everything that you type. I've created a number of powerful snippets to save me time. You can do the same. And that way, all you type is a short abbreviation, and then Text Expander does the rest of the typing for you. You'll be able to keep your whole team communicating efficiently and with consistent languages. And one of the best things about Text Expander, especially when you work on it with your team, is you can share your snippets of messaging, signatures, and descriptions with everyone who works on projects with you. Text Expander is available on a wide variety of platforms Mac, Windows, Chrome, iPhone, iPad, and listeners of the Productivity is Podcast with 20% off their first year. All you need to do is visit textexpander.com slash podcast to learn more about Text Expander and get that 20% off discount. So visit textexpander.com slash podcast to get 20% off your first year today. How do you start up when the world is upside down? Sit Down Startup is a new weekly podcast from Zendesk. The startups team brings together entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs to discuss the latest business challenges and how to put customer experience at the heart of success. Hear from people that understand unpredictability in a coffee shop style conversation. Catch weekly fresh new episodes on Apple, Google, and Spotify. What are some of the other reflection, like so meditation, let's let's talk about meditation for a second. You talk about activities. Um, You talked about skiing. I like to go for a run or a walk. Um, I love walking. Yeah, I think those things are are amazing. um, Because that's the only thing I think there's two things back to, um, oddly in our modern society, our body is designed to move and we're Mm -hmm. not moving enough. Right. And that is something where you... It's especially if you're feeling stuck, you're bringing away. This is another nice awareness thing. If you're feeling stuck, and a lot of times you're like, I just try to like plow through it, right? You, I'm sure you've done this. So like, I'm it's an hour has gone by, you're just down this rabbit hole of like, I got to figure this out. Personally, what I do now, I've done that to myself way too often. I'm like, I know it's a waste of energy and time. So I can feel it coming on, and I give myself like 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not coming out with an, a solution, I say, okay, I'm not going to get frustrated with this. I'm going to send this to my back office brain. And I've learned about the magic of other parts of my brain working while I sleep at night. And the next morning, it's like magic. I get an idea, a lead about how to get deeper, how to overcome that problem. But even in the moment of feeling really frustrated and stuck, I get up, I stand up, I walk around my living space or I walk outside. We need to move our bodies so much more than we do. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we also need to settle our minds down too. We need to, even if you're never done meditation, I think a good first step for meditation is, can you just sit quietly with no stimulation, <laughs> close your eyes yeah. and just try to do it just for as long as you can, or at least five minutes. And I think that's a step because people don't even know what that feels like anymore. No, which is sad. Yeah, they don't. And, and, I remember doing, I've done um, a few of my presentations where I will ask people to sit for 60 seconds, I'll say a minute, and do nothing. And uh, we get it about the 35 second mark, and people are fidgeting. They're, mm-hmm. they're, and what's, what's, what I do sometimes, and I can't do this, it's better to do this in front of a live audience, obviously, like on stage, is I will actually shift my, like I sit down and I shift my weight, like I shift and people think I'm getting up and they're, I'm ready to talk and I'm just shifting and I don't actually, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, oh, 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 Scott, oh, wait, no, there's nothing. And it's just like, how did that feel? And a minute of nothing feels like forever to a lot of people. I remember doing that. We did it at, um, 
San Diego, uh, think better, live better. Yeah, I, I think I that's I did it there. Remember, yeah. I did that. I did yeah. that there, and people were like, there was the, originally there was quiet, and then there's like a little bit of titters, and you can hear stuff like that. And that's uh, you're right. I sat down. Remember, I sat down, and then I I looked like I was getting up, and I just shifted. <laughs> people were I like, mean, oh, he's ready to he's ready to start. <laughs> I mean, we're so addicted to engaging and yep. interacting and responding. That's why I wanted to do a session on stopping. <laughs> Yeah, well, and that's, I think that every, every, every time I talk about productivity and time management, like all of the best solutions, whether it's deciding what to put into a routine, whether it's trying to figure out what to do next, whether it's trying to figure out like, okay, should I theme my time? What mode? How how should I up? It all involves slowing down. So when and stopping and when people talk about like hacking life, which I mean, you and I've had this conversation before privately where I'm like not a huge fan of life hacks unless they're mm-hmm. intentional. And the term hack yeah. itself means to cut without care. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for people to if the only way life hacks work is if you use them on the things that aren't as critical, like so the things that you can get quick wins out of. But then you have to use that bandwidth that you've gained to do exactly what you're talking about. I'm with you. I'm I'm. Uh, I'm a big believer in habits over hacks. Uh, And sometimes I'll even say like, you know what? Sometimes, you know, shortcuts are okay. Our brain craves the easy way out. It just does. It wants to conserve our limited energy. It's, it's looking out for our best interest. Sometimes we, it gets the best of us. So sometimes you really, what I believe is your hacks are going to be so much more effective when you have underlying habits Mm. Because it's almost like hacks are like sugar and snacks and habits are like a well-balanced meal. Right. So if you're just addicted, you're con- like, I, there's so many people that have, Stephen, have you tried the latest whatever app and this organizational tool and that sort of thing? And I'm like, nope. I still use spreadsheets, believe it or not, people, to run most of my business as I have for 20 years. You know why? It's free. It's very dynamic, very flexible, and you can use it for almost every aspect of your business. I use other tools. I use Trello, uh, podcast editing, editing tools, and there's a lot of other tools that I use. But I always like to tell people that because we always think like this next tool is a thing that's going to make me productive and better. Yep. <laughs> you got to have the habits first. And an analogy I quickly use is if, if you want to run a marathon, buying really fancy sneakers is not going to make you a better runner. You got to prove to yourself that you can have a habit of training for that marathon that you can get out of your house, you walk around the block, every single day for a week in the footwear that you have. You Got to do that first. Absolutely. And and one of the things that I've started to do in 2021 was one of those, I was asked by uh, someone to predict what I think will see a rise in usage over the course of year in terms of uh, like what, what a prediction was. And I said, I think habit tracking apps are going to see a rise in usage because I think it's really important to separate your to-dos, like the the tasks that, like you said, some of those things are hacks. Some of those things are just fundamental things that you need to do but they're not habit they're not habits they're not things that if you and if i can even just add to that really quick i'm a i when i look at my to-do list i figure out how can i turn these things into habits because i don't want to be a slave to my to-do list right 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 and that's the the whole point is is that the to-do list is 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 largely based on tasks that if that are i wouldn't say temporary but 
if you were to leave your job, a lot of that to-do list would go away, right? But habits, yeah. those things are sustainable. They're ongoing. They're like, I want to write in my journal. You're not going to put that. I don't think you should put that on your to-do list. I think that should be a habit eventually to the point. And, and at some point, you should be able to, and some people like to quantify it, and that's fine. You should be able to not even need to do that, and just it just happens. Like, I know every night before I go to bed, I grind the coffee for the next morning in my hand grinder. It's become a habit. I have a skincare routine that I literally adopted for like two weeks ago, and it's stuck because it's I, I put it into a routine, and that's another huge thing too, and you and I have talked about this before as well. Um, when you stack habits together into like some routine, whether it's at the beginning of the day, the end of the day, or wherever, it has a greater chance to thrive because it's already living in a bucket that'll support it, right? So it's already got this structure there. So- I think that the to-do list has a role, to your point, but you don't want to be a slave to it. You want to drive it, but the habits are something that I believe in the next year, people are going to go, you know what? I have these habits, but I don't want them to get buried in my tasks. I want them to look, I want them to be separate. Oh, and then the the natural, um, quote, habit, no pun intended, is for people to go, oh, well, an app will help me with that. Well, I actually would be okay with someone using a habit tracking app because it gives them the idea of the don't break the chain mentality and all that. It's when people overload it. Like the if they put like 15 habits in it, that's just like with anything, you're going you're gonna to get overwhelmed by it. And I always want to remind people, because I think when we hear this word habit, it means I'm not doing this thing. I'm going to make this change. Mm. You already have habits, everybody. Yep. Every single one of you listening. And back to self-awareness. Self-awareness is this nice thing. If there's a big change you want to make in life, or you're like, I really want to live my life according to my values. I do a lot of exercises with our accelerator members around understanding their values, because they are the compass of your life. That's when you want to take an inventory of your habits. So like, are your habits bringing you where you want to go? Yes or no? Because those are the things that are really the deep grooves of your life. You mm. need to change those things or adjust those things or add to those things as we were talking, you were talking about routines. So I just want to just kind of bring it back to self-awareness is bring awareness to your existing habits and which ones are working, which ones do you need to adjust and which ones would you like to have die out? I'm going to turn the tables on you now. Okay. I have a question for you. Sure. We're starting this year off mm. big ready. Is there any part of how you practice reflection that you would like to pay more attention to or work on this year? Ooh, um, I would say that I want to have more, and this is going to sound, I mean, we're going to bring this up at the big ready as well, but um, I took one retreat last year on my own for like a couple of days and it was frankly, one of the best things I could have done. I think when it comes to practicing reflection, and, and again, this is not a daily habitual thing, but it's more of a, uh, I want to create more space to have at least two of those per per year. So I want to take- You got to hear yourself think. I mean, yeah. you're a busy dad yeah. and husband. You're especially right now. When, well, and especially right now because the, everyone's home. Like, it's right, not like, right, right, like, right, right. like everyone is, my, my study is the only place where, I mean, as we're recording this right now, when we're done, I'm going to go upstairs, I'm going to make uh, food for my son and I, and then I will hang out with my family. And then later tonight, I'll go back to work because my wife was home part of the day. Like, I don't have that, um, that respite. And my wife, none of us do really, right? Like, it's not just me. It's like my wife could use some, I mean, I'm home all the time and, and when I'm, you know, she doesn't have that, that respite either but when i took those three two it was like two days just to be on my own i rented an airbnb a little cabin and all i didn't take 
I took my iPhone with me. I don't think I even took my iPad. If I did, it was just, I, I there was no Wi-Fi in the cabin. So it was another thing where I just sat, I read my journal, I processed stuff. I used pen and paper a lot of the times. It was some of the most, because uh, you're sitting with yourself. And when you sit with yourself, you can't help but <laughs> self-awareness rises to the fore because there's nothing else, like there's no other And it's uncomfortable there. too. It's very it's uncomfortable. Get ready for. It's very, like there were points where I was like, I should go for dinner. I'm like, no, I purposely packed like food because there's a fridge here. So no, you're not going to go up for dinner. You're going to eat the food you brought. And the, I mean, again, the nice thing about it is we rented this place. The benefits of, or the benefits of having a budget we spent the budget. Like we said, this is how much we can spend on the retreat. We blew the budget on the food and the venue. So therefore, there was no like, Mike, you're going to a restaurant for a nice dinner. The restaurant actually for the nice dinner was the reward at the end for going through the retreat process. So to me, I think that, that that's something that I would like to do more of in this year and in the years to come is since I start my year in September, I'd like to take another. I mean, I'd probably going to take another one, I would say probably in April and then I will do it again in, you know, hopefully again around, around the September time. So I can really get my year straight. All right. Productivity listeners from time to time this year, I'm going to ask you to ping Mike Vardy <laughs> on your social media to see if he has planned his next retreat. But I also, you just was resonating this idea too, when you get to that space and there's stillness and everything, there is almost like, it's like an it's almost like overcoming addiction. It's like mm. withdrawal because we're so used to be doing it on it, active. Yep. And you kind of, I just want to encourage people like just lean into that. I know it's hard. And our first reaction is to like, look at our social media feed or like, look at video or like you have to do something. And that's where I really, really encourage you to like sit quietly mm. as best you can. You, you'll get through it, but I, I believe we're all addicted to something now, unfortunately. Um, and we just have a lot of socially acceptable addictions, but we all have them and we all need to really deal with them. Steven, this has been great. Uh, I know you and I could talk for a long time and I'm really happy that you're- <laughs> Us? Uh, yeah, Never. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm super stoked that you're going to be speaking at the Big Ready this year. Thank you for um, the opportunity. Uh, you. It, Earlier, when you were listening to the show, you probably heard the ad for The Big Ready. You know you can go to thebigready.com to buy tickets. Stephen, where can people keep up with you and your work when you're not hanging out with me talking about self-awareness and 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 preparing for an appearance at The Big Ready? Well, if you have been thinking about wanting to work for yourself as a solopreneur, but you're just not quite sure how to get started or where to get started, head on over to lifeskillsatmatter.com slash get started. Stephen, thanks again for joining me today. This has been a long time coming here on the Productivity Podcast. Thank you so much. I loved this conversation. I told you. Big thanks to Stephen for joining me on the program. You can find out everything that we talked about, relevant links, all that stuff at productivityist.com slash podcast 387 or whatever podcast app you're using. The show notes are right there. Now, if you're not a subscriber but you're using a podcast app right now, hit the subscribe button. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. You can easily get access to this podcast just by hitting the subscribe button. You won't miss a single episode, including a special episode coming up next time with Mike McCallowitz. He's the author of Profit First. You may have heard of it. I use that system, but his new book, Get Different, uh, is what we're going to discuss as well as a few other things. So you do not want to miss that conversation. And you want to be able to easily access all of the archives 
as a subscriber, it's just far easier to make that happen. So what are you waiting for? Hit that subscribe button today. And if you feel so inclined, leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this podcast. That's it for this time around. It's me, Mike Vardy, the host of A Productive Conversation with Mike Vardy, reminding you to stop doing productive and start being productive. I'll see you later.